money. You're a fan of Lil Wayne. You've been introduced to you at different stages, right? Who was Lil Wayne in 2022? Change Eagle Street, so Dwayne Michael Clark. Ain't nobody can top Wayne, and that's a fact. You know, I have to ask, we have a date Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. This is the Lil Wayne the world already knows. Artist, performer, legend. And this is his homecoming. Louisiana Fest finally making a return to New Orleans for the first time in three years. The man considered by many to be the greatest rapper of all time. Backed by a chorus of special guests. Now, the man we know as Tunchi. Wheezy. Come on, mama, let the Carter make you. And Mr. Carter opening up. For the first time in years, exclusive access. A rare weekend with the superstar in his hometown. Revealing the Wayne that the world seldom gets to see. From Friday night bowling to Sunday service. His struggles, his evolution, and of course, the music. I'm right on that one. waiting on me. If you're a fan of Lil Wayne, you've been introduced to you at different stages, right? So who is Lil Wayne in 2022? Who is Lil Wayne in 2022? The same exact Wayne from September 27, 1982. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. I am who, I, who I've always been. And that's what works for me. So what the answer to would be, if the question would be, well, what are you doing? Or what are you, what are you doing different? Or what are you doing the same from then to now? It's nothing. Just being me. I just have to wake up. You can just be yourself. 
a millionaire. I'm a young money millionaire, tougher than Nigerian hair. And as Wayne raps in a millie, being himself equals success. To date, Lil Wayne has sold more than 120 million records worldwide, including 20 million albums. He has five Grammys, 11 BET Awards, and eight BMI Awards. In 2012, Lil Wayne became the first male artist to surpass Elvis, with the most entries on the Billboard Hot 100. My grandmother, she raised me, making me pay attention to people like Elvis, to the greatness of this man, to the fact that he had so many errors. I still strive to be the ultimate artist. Y'all are amazing, man. He is one of the world's best-selling music artists, period. Music is my heartbeat. That's That's what I do every day, and that's what I will be doing every day. Do you ever think about how long your career has spanned? I don't. Mm -hmm. No, I don't. Um... I'd be lying if I said I did. I don't take time to reflect. It's tunnel vision, whatever you want to call it. I don't have a name for it. It's just who I am and how I am. New Orleans is the city that created Lil Wayne. He was born here, almost died here, and ascended to stardom here. Wayne is as complex as the city itself. It's everything about me. When we ride through the city, there's pieces and people and everything. That's me. And then, of course, my family's here. My mom's here, and then my daughter was here, and then just, uh, I christened the baby earlier mm-hmm. today. No, I did. And that was my um, cousin Ambrielle's baby, and I remember when she was a baby. <laughs> and I used to babysit Ambrielle, so. That was kind of crazy, a crazy feeling. <laughs> I just want her to be as strong-minded as he is. He's the hardest working person that I know, so I want her to be the hardest working person that I know as well. So I hope that he teaches her how to be a hard worker just like him. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. grew up in Hollygrove, a tight-knit working-class neighborhood in the city's 17th Ward. His mom, Jacita Carter, sent us these photos of her son over the years. What was home life like for you before you were famous? Um, school. Mm-hmm. School. My mom was real big on that. You know, like you're going to be something. And you get in trouble for a B in my household. That's it's a real strict? Yeah, you got to bring them in. But there was always music. Wayne grew up alongside Mac Main, a rap artist turned record executive. When did you and, and Lil Wayne meet? We were young. I mean, we from the same neighborhood, so I tell people, like, we probably met around five. I just remember when we were, like, seven, I was playing basketball with the older dudes in the street, and uh, he was over there rapping, and I remember asking them, like, what's wrong with him? Like, come shoot ball. And, and that's still amazing to me that you have college kids that can't decide a major. You have 30, 40-year-olds that still don't know what they want to do with their lives, but he knew at seven. Mac has run Lil Wayne's record label, Young Money Entertainment, for more than a decade now. He's the guy in the background, always just a couple of feet away from Wayne. He remains one of the most influential people in Wayne's life. It also has to be hard because 
you're not just Wayne's friend, you're his family. Right. But on top of that, there's the business side. How do you juggle the two and make sure you're making it work? I mean, as far as that, I'm I'm the big brother too. They call me the Wayne Whisperer, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the main thing with Wayne and how we have trust is that he knows that I have his best interests at heart. And we both have the same common goal. We come from the same background. His mom is my mom, my mom is his mom. Like, that's just how we rock, and we join by the hip. So all that intertwines into business, whether it's business, whether it's personal, mm-hmm. whether I got to be a brother this time, I got to be a manager here. You know, I know how to play it, but I still remember that kid at seven years old that had this dream to be who he is today. But at one point, a future in music almost didn't happen. Wayne struggled with mental health as a child. He recently opened up on an episode of Uncomfortable Conversations with Emmanuel Acho about attempting suicide at just 12 years old. That's what scared me. How I know I had mental health problems was I pulled the trigger. Where'd you shoot? In my chest. Didn't feel a thing from my heart. and didn't feel a thing, though. So I wasn't going through any pain. It was a shock. I woke up to, doom, 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 to the police knocking. And I was, that's what woke me up. Saying... I tried to commit suicide. Like, there's power in that. Mm-hmm. Was it hard for you to do? No, not at all. This is my truth. It's who I am. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, no, it's not hard telling the truth at all. No. Do you go to therapy? No. No. Do you ever no. thought about it? No. Okay. No, not at all. Now, someone actually asked me um, before, though, like, they was like, do you, ever, do you ever think about, would you ever consider talking to someone mm-hmm. to help them out for therapy? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, it's like, I don't know what to tell them. Do you give advice? And they had to, who I was talking to, they was telling me, you know, from your personal experiences in life, period, they just tell them how you came out on the other side. That helps a person, period. Which is another thing that led me to doing the interview with Acha, because at, at the time, I didn't know how it would, I was like, well, how would this help? Because you know? seeing you, because especially in black homes, you know, and I know growing up, it's not something people, you don't, sh- Exactly. You don't talk about how you feel. Yeah. You may know someone's going through something, they kind of skate over it. Exactly. So to see somebody like you be open and talking about it, yeah. it, okay. you know, it means a lot. Within just a few years, Wayne's music career did take off. Straight off the black that's in my head, no man, got my running this thing, He was a teenager with a platinum album and a full-time career. He left school at 14, got his GED, and went to college. But he didn't leave those memories of school behind. In fact, Wayne kicked off his Louisiana weekend in New Orleans on Friday night by hosting the 20-year reunion of his high school classmates. What was Lil Wayne like in high school? Funny, the life of the party, wouldn't let you have a bad day. Very, very smart, gifted, talented, um, ahead of his class. Why do you think it was important for him to, as big as he is, as a superstar, to say, I want to come back and host my 20th anniversary high school reunion? I think it's as simple as, like, real recognize real. We were adult class. We were like brothers and sisters. And a lot of other schools in the city can't say that. Were you surprised that he wanted to 
come back and be a part of this? No, because he used to, even when he was Lil Wayne, he would come around McMain and hang out in his cars and everything. So I could, I could really understand why he would want to come back. Even after 20 plus years, the stories of Lil Wayne flowed, including one where his rapping skills actually helped in class. We all took the same French class and mm -hmm. we all had the same, same French teacher. You know, he was a very happy guy. Mm -hmm. So he would sing songs. He'd be like, I heard you rap. Mm -hmm. Make one in French. And so, you know, I'm the type of guy that, <laughs> you're challenging me? Mm -hmm. I will make an album in French. Don't play with me. Something that I was thinking about, and I think a lot of people, you know, may not think when they think about you, is that you were a child star. Yeah. You know, yeah. people don't really put you in that category sometimes. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but you were you were a child star. Yeah, I was. You get categorized. Uh, mm -hmm. You get put into some box when you're a child star. And so sometimes when people ask me things like, "What were you in? Why were you in New York for 9/11?" You know, they're like, well, "What you doing there?" Oh, you, I, was, I was doing MTV. They were like, "Man, I was in school. I remember being in class when they stopped." And I was like, "Yeah, I was supposed to be in school." Uh, but I was doing MTV. They think back, and you think, I'm like, wait. I was like, yeah, you remember Lil Bow Wow, Lil Romeo, all that? I used to be Lil Wayne right next to him. 3LW, all that. I used to be right there, too. But what I remember was, I'm not talking about what y'all talk about. I would always ask myself, when I am next to them, but being paired, I'd always wonder, how you going to transition into talking about fucking, into talking about, because I'm already doing that, and I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. So how you going to do that? And so it's tough for some people. Like other child stars, the world has watched Wayne grow up. And with growing up, come growing pains. For Wayne, that's meant issues surrounding drugs and even serving jail time on gun charges. Six foot seven foot, he rode in jail. He rode in Rikers. First as she will, he wrote him like this. Life on the edge, I'm dangling my feet. I tried to pay attention, but attention paid me. Like a lot of hits. I told Wayne, yo, you gotta write every day. And every day I speak with you, I wanna hear a new verse. So I kept him busy. A lot of those joints made the Carter Four. Just keeping him busy. Wayne was facing more time behind bars after pleading guilty to federal gun charges in 2020. But he eventually received a pardon from then-president Donald Trump. In the public eye, it can sometimes feel like hip-hop stars, especially black men, aren't given the same grace as other celebrities. But Wayne is more than the sum of his mistakes. Do you ever think that you wish you would have had a more traditional childhood? Like you could have been a child longer? Not at all. I don't wish not. No. Yeah. What, play with toys more? Longer? No. For what? <laughs> I look at all the people that got to live regular childhoods and they all wish they were mine. I wish they lived mine. You're an adult now, you've got four kids. Mm -hmm. I don't know if your kids are going to end up in the industry. Would you want them to be? Or are you like, no, don't do this? <laughs> I let them do what they do. I yeah. let them bloom, let the, that flower grow. And so when you see them, you know, when they go to talk about they want to rap and you see them pairing up and making songs, you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I don't stop them at all, though. But again, as somebody who's been famous since a child, mm -hmm. there are things that you know and you probably would watch out for, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But also, it's not even about that. It's about just this world, this new world. It's about being a parent, period, in this new world. It's things you have to watch out for that, you, that didn't exist. Like what? <laughs> 
How about social media? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Um, I had no social media to just, I could just go wake up and post it and start seeing who like it and don't like it. My kids could do that. So you have to accept that as well. Wayne doesn't live in New Orleans anymore. But his influence here is still felt. Ain't nobody can top Wayne. We need to change and give Wayne a street back here in Hollywood, period. He's been holding this city down for the longest. 17 years after Katrina, many parts of New Orleans look as good as new, while other areas still struggle. Wayne focused on his old neighborhood, an area often left behind, like his childhood park. The park was my old park, park that I played football for. And what happened was we came down to New Orleans for one time to do something, and I think we rode past the damn park, and the park was filled with porta potties, like just like all the porta potties those from the hurricane. I don't know what it just filled with them. I just bought that like just I pay for the just redo the park. All I gotta say is thank you to Lorraine for fixing up fixing up how Rail Park is right over there. At first it was trashy. We didn't have a track and we just had regular grass. We got the Saints turf and the track and that's all I gotta say. There's a lot of things that you do on the philanthropy side that people don't know about. You just do it. Why is it yeah. why is that important to you? Something keep beating on the left side of my damn chest, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm human, plain and simple. Whatever I do is because I literally want to do it. You know, I don't title it, I don't go back on it. I don't look, I don't ask what did I do, and I damn sure don't want any recognition for it. One field wasn't enough, so he kept doing more. Eventually, Wayne started Louisiana Fest back in 2015, to mark the 10th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina. The concert event features multiple acts and raises money for the youth in the city. After a two-year hiatus due to COVID-19 closures, it's finally back. Hey, Wayne, what's up? What is it like performing in your hometown? It's always a different, you know, it's a different feeling from any other stage I've ever been on because of just the the assurance of who you are. Tonight, we celebrate the best rapper alive. Light it up! It's up! And I'm up! Oh, and everybody's singing your shit, you know what I mean? But they knowing that they knew it from day one and they know every single word and in the crowd participation in New Orleans, period, I don't care who you is. If they know your shit, they're gonna they gonna let you know they know your shit. I've never stopped doing what I'm what I'm doing. I guess a crazy tunnel vision or whatever. I've never stopped to look back neither. I know today was a, it was kind of nasty out here. Y'all still showed up. Y'all still out here for fuck with y'all. I appreciate that. It's home for real. You have to stop. Take a minute, breathe, look back, and reflect, and all that to actually feel something. I don't know how to do that. 
So it just feels like I'm on a stage in New Orleans. A big highlight for fans, all the guest performers during Lil Wayne's two-hour set. Hey. And this year, Wheezy brought out one of his most famous protégés. Can you please make some noise for this foreigner? The relationship between Wayne and Drake, who was also a child star, goes back more than a decade, when Wheezy signed the young Toronto-based artist to his Young Money label. Money every day, I'm a they work together a lot on hits like Miss Me, Right Above It, and the motto. Now she want a photo. You already know though. You only live once. That's the motto. Make some motherfucking noise for yourself. Ladies and gentlemen. This is one of my favorite shows to play because I love to pay respect to this man. I think we all know how much this man means to the city, but not only to the world. Something that I've always loved and admired about you is it's never only about you. You see the people around you. It's Louisiana Festival, but yeah. you have people that were coming out on your set, yeah. and including Drake, and of course yeah. the crowd went you know, crazy. Yeah. What is that relationship like? Drake and I? Mm -hmm. I was no more, no less brothers. No more, no less. Brothers, don't even have to ask him. He don't even have to ask me. He'll be there, I'll be there. Lil Wayne and Young Money Entertainment have helped launch a number of artists, including superstar Nicki Minaj. Cause I be the baddie beat, Young Money. It's an army. We ain't in the toys. Buddy fuck with the Barbie. It's the president. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. This year, Louisiana Fest did have a first for Lil Wayne. Something he'd never done before. Thanks to this kid. DJ Fitzpatrick. DJ is battling a heart condition. The Make-A-Wish Foundation, which helps kids with serious, not just fatal illnesses, flew DJ and his family in from Texas to meet Wayne. I picked Lil Wayne because like, I've been liking his music and I wanted to like, I've always wanted to meet a celebrity or something. And since he was my favorite um, rapper or artist, I just chose to be him. Why is he your favorite? His songs is better than like anybody out there. 
He's the greatest, right? There's, greatest no one, there's no one who can top him. Who's better than Lil Wayne? No one. Beyonce was up to my people, please. And before I go any further, I must let you know about somebody special. I have a 10-year-old with me tonight. He's a make-a-wish kid. It's Donovan Fitzpatrick. Hypoplastic right heart syndrome. But he's here. Now, his name is Donovan, but he prefer to be called you know what? This next song is for him. Let's go. Oh, oh, CJ, CJ, CJ. He prefer to be called DJ. Go DJ, go DJ. And when you see the DJ, would you tell the DJ? Go DJ. Ladies and gentlemen, DJ. Ladies and gentlemen, go DJ. I've never been. I've never been a part of a, of a you know, make a wish situation. I know all about them. Those kids. Their days are so important. Their days are so vital. And so for one, one you want to spend one of your days with me? You know, like that is... After the show, I was able to look him in his eyes and tell him, like, you know, no matter how many people were out in the crowd tonight, no matter how many people were standing to my left and my right on stage, it was you. You enjoy the show? Yes, sir. It was you. That made me feel like this whole show was worth it. This whole day was worth it. The Go DJ part was definitely the best part. Before the show, I was like, oh, you know you got to bring him on now and Go DJ. He wasn't even thinking about that. That was all his idea. <laughs> I appreciate you coming. For real, for real. Nice seeing you, buddy. It ain't about his age. It ain't about his... Because they want to spend that time with me. There's no words for that. Before we sat down to talk on Sunday, Lil Wayne invited me to watch the Saints game with him. Like so many other fans, sports are important to Wayne, but the solace it brings him as a rapper is unique. I go to sleep with migraines because words won't stop rhyming and things like that. And I have to watch something loud and have to really pay attention to it. And so that's why I love sports so much because it's the, one of the only things I can watch and words stop rhyming. His talent, both a gift and a curse. While he works through that curse alone, fans soak up the gifts. And there are a lot. While you're making your coffee, um, what's going on in your world now? What, what's the future for, for Wayne? I know you said you don't always look in the past, but do you look in the future and say, I want to do this and I want to do that? Uh, to answer that question, I guess yes. Now that you asked me, I didn't know I did. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't recognize that I did. But I do look into the future. So I want to do this and I want to do that. I'm one of those guys. But uh, as far as what's going on in my world now, I record every day, and that's what I, that, I think that the the access to recording has changed just mm -hmm. because of the times. And the way I'm able to just have it set up real quick, and I'm not I record myself, and so just recording, recording every day, and music to me is that's my heartbeat. You know, I have to ask: Do we have a date for the Carter Six? I'm waiting. I, I don't do that. Okay. I don't do the dates yet okay. because I record so much music. Mac and them, I just they they just know they just come uh -huh. pick and let me know. Oh, this is a new album. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. I like those songs. Okay. I did them. Yeah. You watched our interview, and I asked him, when are we getting the Carter Six? And he said, ask Mac Main. So, Mac Main, when are we getting the Carter Six? When it's ready. When the Carter Six is ready. The Carter is a different monster for a reason. The way he approaches a Carter is going to be different from the way that he approaches the I Am Not a Human Being, which is still his second biggest selling, you know series of his discography. He know that the Carter is going to be perceived worldwide in a certain light and people expect certain things from But honestly, he doesn't go in the studio every day confined to, I got to just make this for the Carter today. So tomorrow he might not go in the studio and make a song about the Carter, but he will go in the studio tomorrow because he go in the studio every night. He actually brought his portable studio. He's going to record himself in the hotel room and knock out a feature for Avril Lavigne. Until then, Lil Wayne fans will have to take what they can get, knowing he is beyond grateful for their patience and love. Every time you, you oh, do yeah. every time you do a song, you say thank you to the fans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you know that you're saying those well, things? Someone pointed it out to me before. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know I do it, but it's like, I'm quite sure I do. Yeah, mm -hmm. I have to. It's, I have to thank them. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't I still at the end of the day? I still, when I walk out, there, I still can't believe you're out there for me. 